Welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Well, USDA released the November WASDE report on Wednesday, and it showed that small crops did not get smaller. The report showed U.S. corn yielded 172.3 bushels an acre. That's up from 171.9 in October. On soybeans, USDA showed that the soybean yield increased to 50.2 bushels per acre, which is up from 49.8 bushels per acre in October. USDA raised the size of the quartered soybean crops on the report with corn increasing 35 million bushels and soybeans up 33 million bushels. Overall, many folks in the trade felt like the November WASDE report was fairly uneventful with few surprises in it, if any at all. And that is echoed by Arlen Suderman, chief commodities economist at StoneX, who I talked to after the release of the report. And he shared his thoughts on what he believed as well was a fairly uneventful report. You're exactly right. We saw some wild price action initially when the report came out because the algos, those computers that are programmed to read the headlines and the numbers coming out of the reports, sold off because we saw corn and soybean yields go up. But then the human element came in and said, wait a minute, they didn't go up that much, just a fraction of a bushel. So we saw corn production up around 35 million bushels, wheat up about 33 million bushels, but USDA partially offset that with a 25 million bushel increase in feed usage and uh, a 10 million bushel increase in soybean crush, which they needed to do those two adjustments. They made no reductions in exports, which I thought was uh, uh, something that was of interest. I think that's coming in future reports, but for now they didn't. So ending stocks didn't change that much, just very minor increases. So overall the the corn and soybean markets anyway, kind of coming off those lows, Wheat, on the other hand, just breaking lower technical selling, kind of taking over there. On the world-ending stocks and the South American crop specifically, USDA did make some changes to possibly reflect some of the ongoing issues with soybeans in Argentina. Here's what Suderman had to say about that. Yeah, what's interesting is Argentina has a very long planting season for corn and soybeans, uh, and corn acreage is probably greatest at risk. But Argentina left the corn production number, reduced soybeans by one and a half million metric tons, indicative indicative of the drought that's there, granted that, um, but made no changes to Brazil. And it usually doesn't make changes to South America, either Argentina or Brazil, in the month of November. So it does say that USDA really is concerned about soybean production going forward because of the drought. They believe it's intense enough. It's going to cost some production from that area, but too early to say what's going to happen with the Brazil crop or Argentina's corn. Also on Wednesday, we saw some general weakness in the outside markets with the stock market and energies, and one has to wonder if that was a reflection of some of the uncertainty still remaining about the midterm elections. Here's what Suderman had to say. Hey, a great deal of uncertainty. Who's going to control the House and the Senate uh, after this election? And we're probably not going to know for some days. So that uncertainty creates, um, shall we say, a little bit more fear on Wall Street. Um, and uh, at best, we may see gridlock. And Wall Street tends to like gridlock in Washington if it means no more regulations and no more taxes. Um, but that, So that would seem supportive. But uh, we really don't know how this is going to end up yet. So we're seeing a general weakness across the board, fearing that the current economic problems may continue longer. No clear solutions uh, currently in front of us. 
And again, that is comments with Arlen Suderman, chief commodities economist at StoneX, talking to him after the release of the November WASDE report yesterday. And again, the report showed U.S. corn yield 172.3 bushels an acre, up from 171.9 in October, and soybeans with a yield of 50.2 bushels per acre, up from 49.8 bushels in the month of October. In other news of agriculture, with the election behind and the lame duck session up next, now is the best chance in years to reform the H-2A program and provide a reliable workforce to agriculture. Stephanie Katzman is a fourth-generation wholesaler at Katzman Produce, a wholesale distribution service in New York State. She says farmers and ranchers are facing a labor shortage that impacts the entire supply chain. And that includes the consumers shopping in stores. Without access to reliable labor, Farmers are forced to leave behind product in the fields, resulting in less supply, higher prices, and an increase in food waste. Some farmers are forced to plant less in anticipation of not having the labor to harvest, which also decreases supply and increased costs. The labor situation has become such a problem and such a big uncertainty that some farmers cannot afford to take the risk and are looking to get out of the industry altogether. Without reforms, Katzman says consumers will continue to feel the pinch of increased food prices. Failing to address this issue threatens our ability to feed ourselves as a nation, and a nation that can't feed itself isn't secure. It also means that food will keep getting more expensive, and we've already got the highest food inflation since 1979, and American families are already feeling this at the checkout line. She says now is the best chance to reform farm labor. The House already passed the Farm Workforce Modernization Act last year with bipartisan support. This was a great start. And now Senators Mike Crapo, Republican of Idaho, and Michael Bennett, Democrat of Colorado, are working on a Senate version to make sure farmers have the workers they need. If they don't get it done, our next chance will be years down the road and farms will go out of business by then. Katzman encourages farmers and ranchers to call their lawmakers and express their support to the Farm Workforce Modernization Act. Again, that's Stephanie Katzman of Katzman Produce in New York State. The ethanol industry is frustrated by EPA's latest delay in proposing new volume requirements for biofuels and fears more legal battles before volumes are finalized next year. A two-week delay until November 30th, while agreed on by the ethanol industry, is just the latest challenge for biofuel producers. Renewable Fuels Association head Jeff Cooper. Uh, and it's really discouraging and really dis disappointing and, and frustrating that they had a, a court-ordered deadline and a court-ordered date on the calendar for getting this proposal out and giving EPA any further wiggle room uh, to delay publication of the proposal just doesn't seem like it's in the best interest of, of anybody to us. Especially since any proposal isn't set to be finalized until next June 14th. There again, we're going to have a situation like we've had in past years where you're halfway through a, a year before EPA is actually finalizing the requirements uh, for that particular year. And that creates all kinds of problems for renewable fuel producers, for the obligated parties. Uh, and it also sets these, these rules up to be litigated. Further complicating EPA directives to refiners for 23, 24, and possibly 25 biofuel blending volumes. Longtime ethanol advocate and U.S. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa. Government, through these delays or other ways that the government has interfered is the biggest enemy a biofuel industry has. And they ought to either do their business or get off the pot. And if EPA misses the November 30th deadline, the ethanol industry says it's ready to go back into court to force action. 
Coming up on tomorrow's episode of American Ag Today, we're going to have more reaction and fallout to the November WASDE report as well as the midterm elections and their impact on the market trade. We'll talk to Mike Zuzalo of Global Commodity Analytics. That's going to do it for this episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.